watching The Nick Zelaya Show. Here's your host, Nick Zelaya. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode four of The Nick Zelaya Show. I'm your host, Nick Zelaya, joined by my lovely co-host, Matt Zumbalo. Matt, how you doing in this 60-degree weather? I know you're a big guy when it comes to the weather. Hey, I love the weather, Nick. It's beautiful out. We've been outside all day. Got to watch the Syracuse game outside all day on campus. It was beautiful. Happy to be. I'm just happy to be finally in warm weather again. And speaking of that, Syracuse game was not the result us Orange men wanted. Syracuse falling 72 to 69 to the Virginia Cavaliers. Matt, what do you take away from the game? They're they're a tournament team. I think that's almost the only takeaway from this game. They battled with the number 16 team in the country for 40 minutes straight. It came down to the last second. It was tied 69 to 69, and they hit the open. They had a wide open three and knocked it down beat Syracuse regardless of what kind of things we saw maybe a little inbound violation six seconds instead of five that it should have been called at we're not going to talk about that I don't think though but it was a good game for Syracuse it really showed what they can do against a higher level team like Virginia they battled better than they did in the regular season against any team it was one of the best games they played all year and lost by three points at the last second they're a tournament team Absolutely, I agree with you. And looking at that final play, obviously, when Virginia hit the game-winning three-point shot, what confuses me a little bit is I know Coach Beheim is not going to not use his zone defense, but when it's a tied game, you need to man up. Just man up one-on-one. When you're playing the zone, you're asking for them to shoot a three, and that's what Virginia wanted. They wanted someone to open up wide open on the wing or the corner for a three-pointer, and that's exactly what they got. Also, re-watching the play, they quadruple-teamed Kihei Clark. He's about my size. He should be, while he's a good shooter, he's not a great shooter. He should not be the guy you're quadruple-teaming. I mean, where's Sam Hauser? Why is no one guarding Sam Hauser? Focus on him. Focus on the guy who's on the other side of the court, wide open. There wasn't a single orange jersey near where he made that shot. It's just, it baffles me, Matt. It baffles me why this team could not pull out a victory and even go into overtime and compete then do you think do you think matt that this team is still making the ncaa tournament i really do and i think that today just put them almost over the top they obviously got in to joe lenardi's field of 64 last night with the loss with uh butler beating xavier xavier got knocked out syracuse comes in as the final team in now with them in i would then at that spot that they're in now I think that they're going to stay there. There's a few games that obviously need to happen. Uh, really, we have to worry about the Mountain West Conference, Nick. We got Boise State and Colorado State right above Syracuse. It's going to come down to those games. I absolutely agree with you, Matt. And it's going to be an exciting next couple of nights, obviously, up until Selection Sunday, 7 p.m. this upcoming Sunday night. Now, looking at the rest of the AC ter- ACC tournament as a whole, as of right now, Florida State moved on due to Duke having to cancel their season due to COVID-19. And then also Virginia moved on to the semifinals. Who's your favorite right now, Matt, to win the ACC tournament? I think I'm going to have to go with Virginia. Um, This team obviously battled with a lower-level Syracuse team today in regards to the ACC as a whole. But they're a good basketball team. And when they play their best basketball, they can beat almost anyone. Florida State obviously is a good second. I could easily see it coming down to the seeds, which obviously is the boring pick to say that it's going to be the one seed versus the two seed. But... I kind of think that that's where we're going to see. We're going to see a Virginia and Florida State 
ACC championship. I think Virginia comes out on top. That's not a boring pick, Matt. I, I think it's going to be Virginia versus Florida State as well. I just got the Seminoles winning the ACC tournament. They should have been the one seed, but they had a tough loss to Notre Dame to end their regular season. But when I look at this Florida State team, they're deep. They don't play six or seven guys kind of like what Syracuse has done for most of this season. They have a deep rotation. Scotty Barnes is one of the best players in the country, not talked about. He's had a tough season. Obviously, they've had a few breaks throughout the year. But I think Scotty Barnes will bounce back and be a big part of their ACC tournament run and eventually their NCAA tournament run. So I've got Florida State winning the ACC tournament over Virginia. It's going to be a fun tournament for sure. Now looking at the entire big dance as a whole, there's been some good conferences such as the Big Ten, which has surprised a lot of people. Nine projected teams, according to Joe Lenardi, making it out of the Big Ten into the big dance. So Matt, looking at all these conferences as a whole, who do you think is going to have the most teams when it comes to the Elite Eight? Which conference will come out with the most teams at that point? I think once we get to the Elite Eight, it's going to get really tight because obviously uh, these all these conferences could get a handful of teams in, but by the time the Elite Eight comes, eight teams in the whole country, I really think it's going to be the Big Ten. You see teams like Iowa, Michigan, Ohio State, just to name a few that are going to be in this tournament and that are powerhouses so far this year. I think they're all going to make deep runs, not saying all specifically of them, but I think that the three of those teams most specifically will make a good run and can find their way into the Elite Eight easily. And I don't think any other conference in the country has the firepower that the Big Ten does. Don't, don't get me wrong. The Big Ten is going to have a lot of teams in the tournament, uh, but I am taking the Big 12 on this one. The Big 12 has looked really strong. But they've got a bit of a disadvantage because they only have 10 teams in the league compared to the Big Ten having 14. I, I don't know that logic, who did that exact math. Maybe one of my siblings, honestly, because we're, we're, not, we're not math people in the family. We're English people. But when you look at the Big 12, you've got teams like Baylor, who I think is definitely an Elite Eight team. You've got a team like Texas. And then maybe look at a team like Oklahoma State. They had a big win over West Virginia on Thursday in the Big Ten Big 12 tournament, excuse me. I think Cade Cunningham is really going to take it up another notch. Obviously, he just put up 40 points the other night against Oklahoma last week or two weeks ago. That was excellent. But I think Cade Cunningham is going to help Oklahoma State. They could be a surprise team in the Elite Eight this year. I've also got teams like Oklahoma. Joe Lenardi has them as a six seed, but they have a pretty easy pass looking at Joe Lenardi's bracketology. They have an easy pass. they got to go against teams like VCU, Clemson, a two seed like Iowa. Iowa is a team that a lot of people don't think are going to make it far into the tournament. So when I look at those four teams, I could definitely see two, maybe even three of them making the Elite Eight. Now, we talked a lot about Joe Lenardi making his bracketology, Matt. What about our bracketology? The Nick Zelaya and Matt Zumbolo bracketology. So let's get it going, Matt. I want to hear your number one seeds when Selection Sunday comes this upcoming weekend. Who are your one seed, Matt? All right. This has been a lot of thinking, Nick. It's kind of tough not to follow Lenardi, obviously, and pick all the same ones as him, and I'm not going to. I think that we're going to see a team sneak in with a, maybe a victory of their conference championship or a little more, or a couple more wins or a couple teams losing a few games. So Gonzaga is definitely going to be one. Uh, undefeated. Jalen Suggs has been amazing all year. They're just a great, they're a great program that always will find their way into the NCAA tournament. And when's the last time we saw it? We haven't seen an undefeated team in the NCAA tournament in a while. So 
an undefeated Gonzaga team has to be a one seed. I'm not saying the same thing about Baylor as well. Baylor has been phenomenal all year. Obviously, they dropped a few. They dropped a game to Kansas, which was tough, a tough loss. Um, and they still have a few more left to go. But I think they're a lock as well in there. And Illinois is my third one that I really think is going to stay. Uh, they've been phenomenal all year. They continuously battle games and come out on top. My fourth one, however, is where it kind of gets a little a little tight. I could see a couple different teams ending up in with my three that I have left that I'm going to talk about are Michigan, Iowa, or Alabama. I could see Alabama sneaking in, but I'm going to go with Iowa sneaking into that one seed spot. A little bit of a hot take, but best player in the country in Luka Garza. I see them pushing their way through. I, I have nothing wrong with hot takes, Matt. I, I like that pick, Luka Garza, obviously, getting his number retired by Iowa. Me, I Those top three, you just mentioned, Gonzaga, Baylor, Illinois, those are the three number ones I have. For me, I'm foreshadowing a little bit how I believe Michigan is going to fare in their Big Ten tournament. I think Ohio State is going to gra- grab the last number one seed. They've had a tough couple losses to end the season but i think they'll pick it up strong maybe even make a big 10 championship run and make their case really strong for number one seed so now moving down to number two we got the two seeds now this is where it gets a little bit interesting but there's still a lot of the same picks matt who are your two seeds so we got the teams that i talked about a few minutes ago when we talked about the one seeds alabama michigan they're obviously locks as two if i was considering them as ones so they're twos ohio state is a team i'm going to add in there and then nick i'm going to take a little bit of a bold prediction Again, off of something you were talking about a few minutes ago in Cade Cunningham taking it up a notch, Oklahoma State, two seed. Wow. What can I say? That's, that, that's bold, Matt. And I, I like that you're coming on the show and you're not showing any fear because usually, well, last week when I had Cam on, he looked a little scared when he was giving me a little eye, you know, we were trying to communicate some stuff. He looked a little worried. But I like that, I like that you're bold when you come on to the Nick Zelaya show. Now, for my two seeds, I mentioned I have Ohio State as a one. You have them as a two. I take a look at my two seeds. You got Michigan. I think they, I'm sorry, Ben Poon, I'm, they are going to choke in the Big Ten tournament. I guarantee it. This, team, this team's got talent. They've got a young freshman in Hunter Dickinson who's one of the best players in the entire country. But I think they're going to choke in the Big Ten. You got Iowa with Garza, Alabama, and Houston. Those are my two seeds who have obviously had good years. I don't think they're one criteria, but I don't think they're also a three seed that low. They're right in that good middle, number two seeds. So now moving on to the three seeds. This is where it gets a little more interesting. you got a couple mix up between three and five when you look at Lenardi's bracketology. Some guys that can really move up and down. Matt, who are your three seeds for Selection Sunday? So my three seeds, I'm going to have to kind of start it off with the easy pick in Houston. Find Houston as a two seed in Lenardi's in Lenardi's bracketology, and you just bump them down in mine, I bump them down to a three. I'm also going to have to go with Kansas. Kansas has been, I've been kind of down on Kansas all year, but they've been good as of late. So I see Kansas staying at that level, and they find their way into the three seeds. Texas, as well, is a team that I think slots in there and stays right where they are in Lenardi's, and they stay and they continue their decent season, and they are a three seed. My fourth one, however, I think it's one of the two ACC teams, either Florida State or Virginia. We've talked about them already today. I said I think Virginia is going to come out on top in this ACC tournament, so I think they get that three seed. But I think if Florida State beats Virginia, they get it as well. We, we think a lot alike, Matt, and I like a lot of those picks you made. 
the Kansas one, I agree with. They're a three seed. Texas, I think they are a three seed. We also agree on the ACC, but this time I think it's Florida State because I think Florida State is going to come out on top in the ACC tournament. But I've actually got Oklahoma State as a three seed, and they've really picked up steam over the last couple weeks, beating a lot of top 25 teams during conference play because this Big 12 is an excellent conference. They have great teams, and they've picked up a couple wins during then. So for me, those are my four squads. And speaking of number four, we have the four seeds. Now, after this, it's it's the five through 16 seeds. I guess you can throw guys in there. But the four seeds, where it gets really interesting because then they have to go up against a five seed, then the one seed possibly. So this is where teams really have to play at their best. So Matt, who are your four seeds for Selection Sunday? So my four seeds, I'm going to have to start off with the team that I've already talked about, the loser of the ACC tournament, or the runner-up, I should say. Uh, in my opinion, it's going to be Florida State. Virginia's going to come out on top in the ACC tournament, and they take that. Moves Florida State to a four seed. Arkansas, as well, is going to be a four seed. Uh, they're a three in Lenardi's bracketology. I think they get bumped down to a four. I'm also going to have to go with West Virginia. West Virginia's had a good year all around, continuously showing that they are a team who's going to make some noise in this tournament. And my last team, which who plays a little later today from when we're recording this, Creighton. I think they get in a couple more big Ws and find their way as a, into a four seed. Matt, I, I thought I was going to be bold by saying Creighton as a four seed, but you, you took... You took all my fame, so you got that one in the Creighton. But for me, I've got Creighton as a four seed. Virginia, I think they're going to be the runner-up in the ACC tournament. They, the number one seed in the conference, they're going to be a four seed in the NCAA tournament. I think they're worthy enough to be a top four seed. A couple other teams, West Virginia, like you mentioned. West Virginia, they had a tough loss to Oklahoma State earlier today. But looking at them as a whole, they are a solid team. They've been a ranked team most of the season. They're coached by an excellent coach in Bob Hubbard. Hugger. And this is a good team that I think can make some noise in the tournament. My last one is Arkansas. This is just a solid team that's really picked up their steam throughout the entire season. So I think they're a four seed as well. All right, this is a new segment I got for everyone. It's called Finish or Fail. Me and Matt are going to look at a couple plays that could have turned out tremendous or end up on SportsCenter Not Top 10, ending up on Matt's TikTok, ending up in Matt laughing in his bed at 2 in the morning because you absolutely failed. Let's get right into this for this first one right here. We're starting off with some high school hoops, Matt. T take a look at this. What do you... What do you think is going to happen? Is this a finish or a fail? Well, what do you think? What do you think? We, I've never heard of these teams before. I was thinking it was Bridgeport, Connecticut, but I don't think they're the Bulldogs. I don't know who, what teams these are, but what do you think? What do you think is going to happen? Is he, is he yamming this home on someone's head, or is he just missing completely? I think he's going to fail. I think that, you think he's going to fail? He's got that defender. Okay, okay. I think that defender's going to... Let's watch it. Let's watch it. Okay. Okay. Big boy got up. I thought he was going to shoot it. He got up. I thought the other guy was about he, to shoot. He it. cocked that back. Is that is that Vince McGrady right there? That might be that might be Vince McGrady right there, Matt. Now let's take a look at another one. We have uh, what is this? What is this? We've got some, some more basketball, some college hoops. Is this a dunk or a fail? What's uh, he, what, what do you want? What do you want? What, is it? what do you want to say? I think I saw this, and I think it's a fail. You saw it. You think it's a fail. I you think it's remember. a fail, or you're one hundred percent certainly positive it's a fail. I think I, I thought I did. I don't know. I probably didn't. I probably don't even know what I'm talking about. I'll, I'll show you. I'll I'm show gonna you. say it's a fail. Get up! Hey, look at that bounce! Look at that bounce, Matt! 
Looks like you up there, Nick. Oh, what's your vertical map? What's your vertical? Oh, I've, I've seen you on the court a little bit. I've seen you on the court a little bit, Matt. Don't come at me with my vertical or anything. I, I got one more for you, Matt. I got okay. one more. We're stepping away from the court. We're heading to the track. We're heading to the track a little, little bit. We're heading to the track a little bit. Take a look here. Is, is this a dominant? I'm just going to watch the whole play. He's back by the whole 90 degrees. I think that one's a fail. That one might be I a fail. That one might be a fail. That one, that doesn't look fun. That doesn't look fun. I got one extra for you. I got one extra for you. We're going to, we're just going to let this play. We're just going to let this play. Enjoy this. That's one he missed. Oh, oh, he got that one. He got that one. He stayed up. He stayed up. He stayed up again. He stayed up again. Oh, now he's falling. Now he's falling. I don't, th I don't think he's getting any more of this. Oh, there we go. <laughs> out of the camera. Out of the camera. Do you have any advice for this man, for this young man trying to pursue his career in hurdling? No, because I could never do hurdling. You don't think you're a hurdling guy? I don't think so. <laughs> well, that, that was pretty fun. We'll, we'll have to get back to that another day and bring Matt back onto the show. Now, this segment, we're doing some betting. If you want to win some money, then you better be tuning into our show because Matt is a betting analyst. If you look at his Bovada account, couple bands on there his digits are constantly increasing every single day so matt is a perfect guy you want to listen to some betting let's get right into it right now ladies and gentlemen matt what are some college basketball picks you have tonight what's your first pick you got i'm gonna start with a big 10 matchup wisconsin versus penn state penn state has been a team that struggled for a while this year they have not been the team that they were last year that we saw the football school that came out of nowhere and turned into a, a basketball school last year I got Wisconsin minus five and a half. That's a lock. Put your money on it. You're paying for a vacation. <laughs> I like the confidence there, Matt. I, I'm going to take a couple myself. You know, I'm not an experienced better. I kind of save my money for the brackets, for the shoes. But, you know, I'm going to take a couple bets right here. We're going to spend a couple bucks tonight. I'm going to start with Oklahoma, Kansas. And I'm going to take Oklahoma minus two and plus two and a half, excuse me, plus two and a half Oklahoma, Kansas. They don't have David McCormick. That is a huge loss. For the rest of the season and this oklahoma team they had a big win last night on wednesday night and they're coming in this game with lots of momentum i think they can pull off an upset against kansas and if they lose by two i mean i'll be happy with that too so let's get to this next pick matt who's your next pick Ooh, let, let's get these fans some money matt well what are you thinking this is an interesting one but this is going to be people are going to have to start picking and choosing now from us nick we're not even going to be able to just have somebody get six bets because i've got kansas minus two and a half Okay. I think that they, they've been hot lately. After they beat Baylor, things went up from there, and they continue to play. They've been playing very good basketball. Obviously, they've got a tough matchup tonight, and they're not going to be able to just come out and beat Oklahoma like they can beat any other random team. But the way they've played, two and a half points, that's winning by a three at the end of the game, like we saw in the Virginia-Syracuse game today. All right, well, well the consensus is... Whoever has the better button-down shirt, take their bet. So if you like Matt's little flannel button-down, pick pick Matt. I'm just kidding. You don't, you don't have a flannel on today, Matt, but you, usually you're rocking the flannel. But if you like my little plaid, we've got the orange, we've got the blue. We're repping the New York Mets. We're repping the Denver Broncos. Take Kansas. Don't take Kansas. Don't take Kansas. Excuse me. Now, my next pick, I'm heading to the Big 12. Texas Tech versus Texas. 
a battle of the Lone Star State teams. And actually for this one, I am going to take Texas plus one. I don't like these one bets, these one point spreads. It's too close at this point. It's just whoever's going to win the game. And I'm surprised Texas Tech is the favorite as the lower seed. They are 20th in the country. Texas is 13th. But I'm going to take Texas. I think they're a great team. They're a three seed according to Nick's the live bracketology. So I'm going to take Texas plus one in this one. Now, one more bet, Matt. Let's, let, let's get these guys some money. Who is your third bet? And this better be a good one. It's, it is a good one, actually, Nick. I'm going to go bet some Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference basketball tonight. Okay, well, all right. I, I have some beef when it comes to the Metro Atlantic Conference, but what, what, what do you have here, Matt? We're going to go to the 730 game, Niagara and Marist. I'm going to take Marist plus one tonight. Okay. That, that's that's interesting. Um. Have you, have you been watching much Metro Atlantic basketball? Not really, because I haven't been betting on it that much. Well, that's your advice, ladies and gentlemen. Look at a team you've never watched before, press your computer mouse, and take it. Take it. Win some money. Just trust Matt. Bet Maris tonight plus one. I guarantee it. And now, for my last pick, I, I'm going back home a little bit. UConn. UConn-DePaul basketball. And I am going to take UConn minus 12 and a half. UConn looks extremely good lately. I'm really liking how they're playing basketball. They're coming into the tournament hot. They usually do. They usually come into the conference tournaments on some sort of streak. They win it, and then they make the Final Four somehow. That's how it works with UConn. So I'm going to take the minus 12 and a half, and I also learned some advice from Matt. So I'm giving Matt some credit here. Never bet on DePaul. He lost that bet last night, but we're going we're gonna to use his advice tonight with UConn and take the minus 12 and a half. What do you think, Matt? Is that, is that okay? I do. I was thinking about the same one. UConn's been hot lately. Book Knight's a top 10 pick in the draft right now. I think that's a lock. He's he's pretty good. He, he knows how to dunk the ball well. Let's just say it, Let's just say it like that. Well, that's going to conclude today's episode of the Knicks Elias Show. Thank you, everyone, again. For watching episode four, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. You know, the usual YouTube stuff. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, Big Matt. Matt, you want to plug yourself real quick? Uh, Sure. M, Zumbalo, M underscore Zumbalo5 on Instagram and Twitter. There we go. And make sure, make sure you go check out this podcast, Across the Diamond. Baseball season is starting to ramp up a little bit. As Mets fans, we don't talk about it until September. So thank you, everyone, for watching. We'll see you next time.